people of the world, welcome to What the Fun Cast, episode 145. Boy, do I hope Ahmed's fan is off because I forgot to ask him before we started recording. Yes, it's off. Is it off? Okay, good. <laughs> it is July 26th, 2022. I'm one of your hosts, Paul, and joining me is the poloed shirted man, Ahmed. Yes. Uh, I was at, I was, I was in a lot of work meetings today and I just forgot to take it off. It's a really comfortable shirt, in my defense. We're not sponsored, but what is it? I think it's True Classic, perhaps, is the brand. Anyway, there's no shot. It's funny. The uh, the blurring is blurring out the brand. So. Yeah, whatever. It's fine. You'll just have to so, trust so, It's a lose, 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 lose. True Classic Tees or Fresh Clean Tees. It's one of those. The Instagram ads that I always get. They should Stop. Of course. It's of comfortable. Course. And it works because I just throw it on, but I'm wearing pajamas from the waist down. So I'm just comfortable. As I work uh, were you not in the office today? No, I was not, because I might have COVID again. Who knows? Oh, that's that's fun. That's yeah, fun. very fun. Uh, very exciting. Love that for me. My whole body is aching. But thankfully, I'm conscious enough and not brain foggy to do this episode. So, we'll <laughs> Are you going to say I'm conscious enough and not brain foggy to be going into the office? Anyway, <laughs> that's where my head's at. No, I just don't I, infect anyone else. So It is... We'll see. No, I... And I appreciate. Well, I hope you don't have COVID. Um, I sure and should hope so too. I am glad that you are home and not uh, out and about because yes. some people are like, "Oh, whatever." Uh, I I saw somebody with COVID yesterday. I mean, isn't that so weird? I'm like, yeah, wait a like, minute. Um, it's not the cold. <sighs> like, I don't feel great, but it's fine. Hello, cat. Yeah, cat. What's going on? Um, all right. Let's move into some of the stuff here. So, obviously, we have not recorded in, I don't know, Med said six weeks. I don't know if that's real. I don't know if that's fake. It was like uh, June 14th was our last episode, or June 15th. So, it's been a while. It feels like it's been like 10 months. But, yeah, so apparently it's only been literally six, uh, yeah, six weeks. Yeah. Uh, so, anyway, we're back. Um, and if you are living under a rock and you don't join our Discord and you don't follow us on Twitch or watch us live stream on Twitch. Basically, you hate us. <laughs> you have no idea what's going on. So Ahmed and I have been talking a lot lately about uh, kind of what we want to do with What the Fun Cast, and we do weekly episodes, and we don't see as much interaction amongst our friends here, and it's, you know, some people are able to join, which is awesome, on the Twitch chat uh, and interact with us, which is fun, but a lot of people actually come in for our regular streams, whether it's video games, Pokemon cars, I don't know, whatever, whatever we feel like doing, um, me teaching Cooper tricks and then getting yelled at for teaching dogs tricks uh, in the chat. Um, Who's so, yelling at you for teaching drugs tricks? What? No, I'm, I'm kidding. I don't oh. know. I'm just making stuff up. Oh. Uh, so I said, anyway, I so be what? Right now, <laughs> I must be oppressed. <laughs> so what we've decided is that. Oops, sorry, I just whacked the microphone. Um, what we've decided is that we are going to start moving to a monthly cadence of our podcast, um, and we're going to keep streaming once a week from each uh, my um, yeah, blah, 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 Ahmed <laughs> and myself. <laughs> so we're going to try to do some some buddy up streams and do multiplayer games, and figure that you know if we have a regular cadence of eight o'clock Tuesday, eight o'clock Thursday, and we stream on those days, that uh, be more likely that you guys might pop in and hang out with us, uh, and really. That's what we need more than ever lately <laughs> is some uh, is some time with our friends because Truly. it has been a wild ass last month and a half. So uh, for a number of reasons, so it really has been just um, nonstop bullshit. Yeah, Commercial it really free. has. Commercial free, correct? And we're not even paying for the no ads version. We're not even paying at all. We're just paying the mental price. <laughs> Think about it. Uh, 
<laughs> so all kidding aside, we are moving to a monthly cadence on the podcast, and it's going to be kind of loose. It's just going to be us, I don't know, being ourselves, going through some of the hot topics for the month, uh, big stuff for the month, I don't know. Maybe, I don't know, people want to say stupid stuff in the chat, ask us stupid questions. I don't know. Go ahead. I don't care. I'm open to anything. Yeah. Um, so it'll be it'll be good. And then we're still going to, like I said, stream Tuesdays and Thursdays. There's something else I was going to say. What was it? Uh, um, I don't know. We might also stream right. other days if, if possible. I don't know. Just random. But Tuesdays and Thursdays will try to be as regular as possible on those days. Uh, yes. I don't know if that was yes, what you were going to say yes. if there was something else. <laughs> I don't know. You know, it was like, oh, don't forget to say this. And then me. I forgot. Oh, we're recording once a month on the last Tuesday of every month. That's what it was. Right. Yes. I just updated (laughs) all our socials and everything to to reflect that. Oh, perfect. Perfect. I put in my calendar. So I use Fantastical. Uh, I don't know if anybody used that on iPhone, but you can like literally type in like I was updating my calendar with like the days that I'm streaming and stuff because Lauren and I share a calendar so we know what's going on. Mm. Um, And I just put that stuff in there to keep myself accountable too. So I put in like podcasting on the last Tuesday of every month and it actually like did it. And I was like, oh, wow, technology technology it's amazing wow um, fancy yeah i know right so of course me sitting there like okay the last tuesday monthly and then it screws it all up because obviously it doesn't work so anyway that's Google uh calendar. i don't know about iCal or fantastical or i use not good no i use fantastical so yeah anyway i haven't i i use gmail religiously but i haven't used google calendar for personal stuff oh, i, use I it for work. live and die by my google calendar for both work and personal that is I don't know anything that's happening unless it's on my Google Calendar. Well, so same with me, but it's just I use Fantastical. So yeah, technically it same. is my Google Calendar, but it's just being accessed by Fantastical. Right, right, right. So, that makes sense. Yeah, but anyway, it's been a long time. It has been. What have you been up to? It looks like you've actually been playing games. Yeah, Disgusting. Shocking, right? Um, so Stray oh, it took came six out. weeks. <laughs> Listen, Stray came out last week. Uh, so I actually streamed the first two hours of that. I still haven't beat it because it's only like a five-hour game. So I want to beat it on stream. But obviously today we're podcasting and I've just been super busy and not been able to stream. But I'll uh, finish that up on stream. Um, and then I played a little bit of uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Shredder's Revenge, which was on Game Pass. And that was a lot of fun. Played uh, I basically like booted it up with my roommate. Um, and I was like, oh, let's play a level. And then we ended up playing for like two hours. Uh, so that was a lot of fun. It's very like mindless and just, I don't know, satisfying. Um, and then, uh, I've been playing a little bit of Rollercoaster Tycoon again. I'm really getting back on that. Maybe I'll actually beat the game before my birthday this time. Maybe I'll beat it before I turn 31. Who knows? Um, and then besides that, uh, Carla actually stopped by over the weekend, and we played a little bit, uh, with her and my roommate, we played a little bit of, uh, Totally Reliable Delivery Service, which, like, was fun for a good, like, 20 minutes, because it's just chaotic, like, you're character doesn't move in the way that you would like to move carl like got stuck in a pickup truck at one point and was just like flying through the air i like picked up a fire extinguisher and was like launched into orbit essentially i don't know it's a wild game but it did get a little boring after a while because it's like okay this is getting frustrating um and then we played we switched over to overcooked 2 and i feel like normally when you play overcooked 2 with the with like new people it's very chaotic and like everyone's just laughing but we were like really serious about getting into it we were like tossing out them sushi rolls but then when we got to the harder levels where we have to like bake cakes and stuff i don't know if you ever played overcooked too but you have to like put the cakes ingredients in the mixer and then bake it and then like do all this stuff it was wild we delivered i think like one cake for the entire round um but anyway very fun stuff uh, i'm at that point with overcooked where it's like it's too frustrating for me to play at this point it's like yeah. 
it like especially harder levels where it's like you really need like major coordination i was like no that's yeah. just like it's, if everything was like the easy levels i think i'd be okay with it if it yeah. was like di- a different way to scale the difficulty that wasn't oh do this and then this and then this and then this and then you could put it out i'm like mm, yeah no. like i just want more of the like longer versions of the first few levels right because those are fun like that's satisfying but um yeah i don't know it also sucks that you can't really play it alone like you have to find people to play with which is frustrating because i don't know you can't always find people that are willing to play so whatever anyways uh besides games i've also watched a bunch of stuff um i've been watching love victor which came out in 2020 um and it's three seasons deep so i've just finished season one last night actually and it's like it's fine it's not great but it's not like bad it's kind of cute in some respects i think you would enjoy it um it's very like coming of age but it is just like the writing and the acting is just kind of like really cheesy i don't know if it gets better after season one but so, so far for season one i was like all right whatever it's like a cw show but it's fine um and then because it's been so long since we last recorded stranger things four the final two episodes came out watched the finale twice once alone and sobbed and once at your apartment and like teared up a little bit um or your apartment your house um finished up the boys season three which was really good um finished up miss marvel which is honestly might be one of my favorite of the mcu shows it's don't say close. one word i still haven't seen it you haven't seen it i'm talking about watching it no oh my no. god paul no no Beta, no, no what are you doing <laughs> anyway um no miss marvel is really really good it's i think it's up there with wandavision for me i'm not sure if it surpasses wandavision because wandavision is so creative but it's really really good i enjoyed it um and then in terms of movies watched a bunch of them uh watched fire island which is the hulu original um, that was kind of fun. It features uh, Joel Kim Booster, who's a comedian, and Bowen Yang, who's from SNL. Um, the Black Phone, which is the Ethan Hawke horror movie, was really good. Really enjoyed that one. Saw it opening night, and people were like hooting and hollering in the theater. There was like one jump scare that literally everyone screamed in the theater all in unison. Like, it was, it was really good. I really enjoyed it. Um, Thor, Love and Thunder was fine. I don't know. Have you seen that yet? Yeah. Okay. Saw yeah. it opening night. Like, it was good, but it wasn't like... I don't know. I guess Thor Ragnarok really set the bar too high. Um, but anyway. I think Thor Ragnarok was better, but I also yeah. think Thor Ragnarok was a little bit overhyped. Like, I think that we hold Thor Ragnarok to, like, a too high of a standard. Like, yeah. Thor 1 was really good. Thor 2 was horrible. Ragnarok was like, wow, this is so much better. And Love and Thunder was, like, more of Ragnarok, but... You didn't have like the character you knew already. Like, like I think putting Hulk in Ragnarok helped bring more consistency and like you know something that you know to the movie a little bit more yeah. than Love and Thunder did. So it was like Love and Thunder was more new characters with some old characters, but not as memorable older characters. Yeah, and what Julie's saying, she's saying. I mean, actually, I don't want to spoil it, so I'm not going to say anything out loud. Um, but it's tonally it was like it felt off like it was too leaning way too much into jokes like there was the recurring gag with the screaming goats that's not really a spoiler like that was funny the first time it really didn't need to be repeated as much as it was throughout the entire movie like that was a meme from vine era like come on i don't know um yeah i i still got a kick out of it but yeah i agree like the like one of the final scenes you guys probably know what i'm thinking of where mm-hmm. there's a group uh, partaking in battle. Yes, <laughs> I thought that was, that was very too. over. That was very overplayed. So let's not spoil it. I don't want to spoil it for anybody that hasn't seen it yet. 
go and watch it yourself. Go in with uh, Ragnarok expectations, and you might come out a little bit disappointed. Um, but you know, I don't know. Like Lauren really enjoyed it. Um, yeah. and like it's it's entertaining. It's not a bad movie, but it's not like it's not up there. It's very, as the kids say, mid. Um, Stop. But it's fine. Uh, and then, so my roommate and I watched The Sadness, which there's a lot of buzz about this one if you're on like TikTok, especially like horror TikTok, um, which I like am on the tangent of. Um, and people were like, one movie I'll never watch again because it was so crazy and so gruesome and gory. And like, yeah, they were right. Um, when is this movie with i don't know what expectations it's a horror movie that's like it's a i think it's taiwanese and it's on shutter it's a shutter original and it it was something <laughs> it sure was a moving picture that was uh, gory um so i don't know if you're really into gore and stuff go right ahead you this is probably the wildest movie you'll ever see i don't know if there's anything that tops this but I, then again i haven't seen movies like raw so i don't know how it compares but it was it was gross um and then finally jordan peele's third film nope saw that last week on opening night and that was really really good um i this is maybe this is a hot take i liked i loved get out us was kind of disappointing but it was still fine i only saw it once though and i feel like it warrants a rewatch but nope i really really liked more than us um i like immediately enjoyed it i don't know i thought it was really really well done there was a lot of really do cool they all scenes. tie into each other because what do they all tie into each other? No, not at all. They're totally separate. Okay, because I want to see Nope, because I feel like I'd enjoy Nope from what I've seen. Yeah, or I mean, what I've uh... it's uh, it's aliens. Yeah, it's not really like I don't know if there's any specific jump scares really. Um, it's just I, like, I don't care. Like, yeah, it's good. That's fine. Yeah, really that's one that I do want to see. Yes, that was really really good. Um, but yeah, that is about it for me for the past month. What have you been watching and playing and doing? I thought you'd never ask. Um, so, let's see. We talked about Thor 4, or Thor Love and Thunder. Uh, we did watch Jurassic World Dominion, which Ooh, was, that. you know, dinosaurs. Um, but it was... Uh, there's a lot of gaping plot holes. Like, uh, yeah, it's... It, I don't know. You don't go in there for an Academy Award-dominated movie. You go in there for dinosaurs. So And that's what we did. So, um, it was entertaining. It was long. Um, and the story was pretty weak. But, you know, what are you going to do? Jeff Goldblum, dinosaurs, uh, the old people from Jurassic Park one. You know, oh right, remember stuff. that they showed up? I forgot about that. Yeah, they're all over like the trailers and the previews uh, or the posters, I should say. But no, it was good. And then you kind of alluded to it, but we marathoned through Stranger Things season four, like from I don't know, it was like Friday night through like Sunday morning or whatever Sunday afternoon. Mm. You watched the last two episodes with us into Sunday evening, and we marathoned through uh, everything. Everything that Stranger Things season four had to offer, which oh, so that good. season was fantastic. So mm-hmm. I was very pleasantly surprised by that um, because I was one of the critics of like, why is this so long? Why are these episodes two hours or two and a half hours? But it was very, very good. That so. last episode was because it's like two and a half hours in, and it's like, I don't know, you go into it like, oh, this is a movie, like it's going to have act one and two and three. And it's like, no, this is pedal to the metal for the entire time. Good luck. Have fun. You're it like, truly okay. was. So. The only thing that bothers me about Stranger Things is, like, I lose, in- I mentally lose interest in Stranger Things, and then, like, the next season comes out, and I have to, like, re-rev myself back into Stranger Things world. I think it's because and- of how popular it is. It's, like, exhausting. It's kind of like The Walking Dead when that was really popular. They're like, all right, come on. Everyone chill out. But then you watch, and you're like, oh, this is actually good. It's popular for a reason. Or maybe that's, that's just me. I don't know. 
No, it's not even that. It's just like the time between seasons is so goddamn long. Mm. Like it's yes. like, all right, and uh, you enjoyed Stranger Things season four. Well, too bad you watched it as soon as it came out because you're gonna wait a full year or whatever it might be. Full and year, then, like, probably like time... three years. Well, even worse. So I, I I thought it was coming out next year, but maybe I mean not. It, maybe it will. But I'm saying the gap between three and four was literally three years. So like, yeah. Um, but apparently I don't know. So season five we'll will be much shorter. It won't be as long, which is good. Right. Well, they were saying they wanted to set up a lot for season five. So good. Yeah. I appreciate that. Duffer Brothers. Um, so what else? So we've been on this binge of watching Supermarket Sweep. I think I mentioned this before, maybe. But we have oh been God. like all in watching old reruns of Supermarket Sweep because there's like, you know that Vizio watch free channel that's on the Vizio like home screen? Yes. And I'm always like, oh, this is a bunch of garbage. Well, one day out of the blue it's like, oh, let's look see if they have like game shows or something because we couldn't find Game Show Network on cable um, or whatever. I don't know. Or if there was a stupid game show on it. And like we clicked into it and the third option down was like Supermarket Sweep. We're like, okay, we're watching Supermarket Sweep. Is it just a channel that's dedicated exclusively to Supermarket Sweep reruns? It is Supermarket Sweep 24-7. It's just... <laughs> it is just, like... I'm gonna it's go crazy. watch that right then, now after we finish this. Then, nobody told me a damn thing, and it's all, like, 80s, like, ads and stuff like that, or 90s ads. Oh, really? Um, in, uh... Well, like, there's regular commercials, but in the rerun, it's like, this episode's been brought to you by Hoover Elite 2 or whatever, and it's, like, oh, this old-ass right. vacuum cleaner, and I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah, I see when, you, old when I watched the uh, when I watched Guts on Paramount Plus, it was like this prize is a like Magnavox yes! CD player, and you're like, yes, okay, yes. I'm it's like, like you're going home CD. with a yo-yo. <laughs> like okay, <laughs> what? Like a, one of them clear wired phones. Everyone loves. Stop! Oh my god. Um, but more importantly, nobody told me that Supermarket Sweep was rebooted in 2020 with Leslie Jones as the host. Was so it really? We, we found yes, we found the second season. There's only so it got canceled. There's no third season, oh, um, so there's only two seasons. And it was like eight episodes. So we watched all eight episodes of season two because they were on uh, Hulu. Oh, and then we can't find season one yet, so we got to go hunting for it. But uh, definitely not as good as the original. But it was pretty good. Um, just very satisfying, and it's like like especially the older ones because you know there's like these little like word games or whatever, and you like some of them are so easy. It's like go. <laughs> I don't know. Go I, to like, the shake and bake or whatever it is. It's always easy when you're watching, but then when you're in that position and like the nerves, I would you're be like, dead. I would forget every single thing I've ever known in my life. So hold on, but get this: you want to talk about inflation? The pr- top prize on the original Supermarket Soup was five thousand dollars. The top prize on the rebooted one was a hundred thousand dollars. Holy shit! Granted, it's like hard to get it, but still. Anyway, I mean, that's wild. Yeah, it's uh, good stuff. So go watch Supermarket Sweep. Okay. So. Game-wise, I'm happy to report that I've beat three games since we've last recorded. Three. That not is... one, not two, three. Wow. Three. Very proud of I'm ver- I, too, am impressed with myself. Thank you. Um, I finally beat Rogue Legacy 2, uh, which I've been talking about forever. I beat that a while back, probably probably like four weeks ago. Um, and then I, from the time that Stray and As Dusk Falls came out, I guess, last Tuesday? Thursday? Tuesday. Did they both come out um, on the same day? I thought yeah, As Dusk Falls be- came out a little earlier. No, I don't think so. I think they both came out the same day. Maybe. Um, but I beat both of those. Stray was fantastic. Um, I started watching the stream with you, and then as you were streaming, I tried to jump in and like get up to the spot that you were at because, I don't know, I was not really rushing, but you explore every nook and cranny, which I just can't do. Yeah, so you're like, all um, right, I don't need to explore everything anymore. Yeah. I'm like, I watched most of this. It's okay. Yeah. Um, so I went through and beat that, and then As Dust Falls was a very pleasant surprise stray by the way 
cute as shit. Uh, so definitely go and beat it because yes. it's just it's a very good game. Maybe I'll stream tomorrow um, night. We'll see. A little surprise. surprise yes, you stream. should. You should. You should. Um, as dusk falls, I, if you may remember, I complained about the art style. I'm still not crazy about the art style, but you get used to it after a while. Yeah. Um, the, the story sucked me in, and you make all these choices, and there's like I don't know all these different outcomes that I was actually kind of like invested in. Mm. Um, so that was a lot of fun. That was another like seven hours, but like the only part of the game that you're actually playing is just making decisions and like doing quick time actions. So, yeah. so it's it was very like easy to just kind of. Yeah, it's like watching a movie or a TV show, and it was more, like, thriller-esque. Mm. So, um, I enjoyed that a lot. And, nice. uh, yeah, that was good. Yeah, and that one's really fast, so I definitely will be trying that out. Yes, you definitely should. Even if you just, like, sit there and you're just listening, like you're watching a movie and you just make decisions, it's yeah. it's good. Um, but, yeah, then I've been playing a fair amount of Doom Eternal... Which has been really good. I've been playing that in 120 FPS. I was just going to say on that's the Xbox. reason you're playing it. That is the reason I'm playing it. So I waited. I didn't want to start it until the 120 FPS patch came out, mm. and then it did, and then I put it off forever. And it's just very satisfying. It's like you go, you kill demons, and then I don't know, you move on. It's and just very you've got quick, all these yeah. fancy guns. That's one of the games quick. I've been using to like battle test my graphics card when I got it because it's really highly optimized. Well, actually, no, not my graphics card, the new monitor because I finally upgraded from a 60 hertz monitor to like 144. So I was like, what game can I run really high quality? And it was Doom Eternal, and it does look fantastic in high FPS. Yeah, it's really, really, really nice. Um, so there's that. That's also on Game Pass. Um, I randomly booted up Goat Simulator. I don't know why, but I was the like, just staring at you every time you boot up your Xbox. Yeah. Uh, yeah, 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 something like that. So you're right. It's always like in the little in the little like suggested game thing. Yep. It's like, oh, try Goat Simulator. I don't know. Like, I understand where people are coming from. Where it's like, oh my god, Goat Simulator. But I don't understand what the hype is around that game. It's just it's just silliness. That's yeah, really it's it. like extreme silliness though. Like it's like yeah. not. I don't know, you like lick people and then drag them around the map, and I'm like, okay. Yeah, it's um, very much in the in the same category as like totally reliable delivery service, where it's like fun for a little bit. Same with, like, Maneater. Like, cool, you can eat people. And then it's like, now you just have to start as a baby shark. Like, no, I don't want that. I just want to eat people the entire time. <laughs> like, come on. Right. So, Total Reliable Delivery Service, I played that with Logan, like, literally years ago, and we played online. I think we played online. Um, and it was, uh, it's just such a strange game. Like, you have to come up with, like, your own, like, agenda of what you want to do, and then that's yeah. what, like, makes it fun. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. It's weird. Uh, then I booted up Peggle 2, which I haven't played in forever. And I booted that up randomly because I love that game years ago when it first came out. Um, so I continued, where, I guess, where my save left off. Left off, excuse me. Oh, literally and kept your same save? That's awesome. Yeah, it that game is so much fun. Um, Peggle just, I was is... looking for something to de-stress with, and that was perfect. It was like, yes. I'm trying to figure out which... Is Peggle like a... It's the one that you shoot the ball and you have to like hit all the bricks and the bricks are like in all different designs. Like they like they might be like Got it. So it's like a, a, yeah. a brick breaker. Okay. Got it. Kind of, yeah. And then there's like a shoot at the bottom that moves, and if you get the ball in the shoot, like gives you an extra ball. I was confusing like it that. with uh with Zuma. Remember Zuma? Is it yeah, Zuma? I do remember Zuma. It's, yeah. uh yeah, I think it's Z U M A, right? Yeah, where you like Zuma. shoot the balls at the the circle or whatever that's all yeah, yeah 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 that was fun and then uh and then i i finally tried out saints row the third remastered i got it on sale for like eight dollars or ten dollars or something a while ago and i finally like played for the it for first that. time ever yeah i've never played saints row the third really? so it was uh it was very entertaining it is ridiculous oh yeah the saints row games are are I, I don't know which one it is i think it might be four 
that I have on Steam, and there's like a dildo party mode or some shit. I don't yeah, know. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Those are wild ass games. There was like this gun that I got, and it shoots out like a fish. So you like shoot it near like a bunch of like a group of bad guys, and you shoot the fish out, and then like a shark just comes out from underneath and eats all of them. I'm like, <laughs> oh, okay, if if you say so. Very realistic. Very cool. Oh, it's game very, is, very realistic. Is like, what if we took Grand Theft Auto and made it absolutely insane? Yeah, um, pretty and much. That's, that's the that's the vibe. All right, shall we shift gears into the hot news? Let's do it. We have a bunch of stuff. Not, I mean, there's a few things that we can kind of like gloss over because not too crazy. But the biggest thing, um, San Diego Comic Con happened this just this past weekend, and there was a ton of stuff announced for Marvel, which is actually making me worried for D23 come September. Like, I don't even know what there is left to show us. So, let's jump right into it. Um, this is all from Gizmodo, who has graciously uh, gathered every single announcement, and I then went through and, like, pulled the really relevant stuff, because they went through everything, like, down to Funko Pops that were announced. I'm like, I don't... We don't care about that. Um, what? So, you, oh my God. you want to talk about the Funko Pop announcements? No, I just didn't realize they went that in-depth. Oh, yeah. the Gizmodo coverage specifically. Like, if you click on it, they go through it. Yeah, yeah, I'm in it. Um, cool. So, Marvel's Incredible San Diego Comic-Con panel. That is kind of the, the top headline here. So, let's talk about everything Marvel announced at that panel. Um, oh, boy. Okay. This is like a whole slideshow. So, they basically announced Phase 5 and 6, which... I don't know what the phases mean anymore because phase five is basically like 2023 to 2024 and then phase six ends with two avengers movies that were announced so let's go through everything one by one um let me how do i organize this in an in a easy way all right it seems like they're doing um sets of like three for big like fa- the end of phase three was what endgame right uh yes yeah so it seems like they're doing sets of three so then phase four five and six will be the multiverse saga and then like six will end with some probably bombshell yeah something it's just super accelerated i guess because like phase one two three were like pretty long i don't know anyway so let's get into it starting with yeah so this is all phase five okay ant-man and the wasp Mania coming february 17th 2023 to theaters um, Secret Invasion coming spring 2023 to Disney Plus. Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 coming May 5th, 2023 in theaters. Loki Season 2 coming summer 2023 on Disney Plus. Echo coming summer 2023 on Disney Plus. Um, which Echo is the character from. Oh my god. Uh, Hawkeye? Hawkeye. Yes. Hawkeye. Yeah. Uh, the Marvels coming July 28th, 2023 in theaters. Blade coming November 3rd, 2023 in theaters. Ironheart coming fall 2023 Disney Plus, Agatha Coven of Chaos coming winter 2023 slash 2024. I'm not sure what that actually means. Oh, I guess winter 2023 or or like beginning like January February March of 2024 on Disney Plus. Um, Captain America: New World Order May 3rd 2024 in theaters. Daredevil: Born Again. Thank God. Um, spring 2024 on Disney Plus and Thunderbolts. July 26, 2024 in theaters. I have no idea what Thunderbolts is, if we're being totally honest. Thunderbolts is a group. I looked this up. It's a group of antiheroes. Okay. I feel like Julie's going to know this. Uh, yeah, a fictional antihero team appearing in comic books, blah, blah, blah. Um, it's, I don't know if this is a spoiler, 
but in the comics, it's led by Baron Zemo. Oh, interesting. So, yeah, I don't, I don't know how much they're gonna keep in touch with the uh, with the comics with there. the with the comics anymore. So, yeah, there's there was this article I was looking at, and it was like characters most likely to be seen in the Thunderbolts, and it was just all a lot of like the new anti heroes that we've been introduced to in a lot of the past couple um, TV shows. So, mm. I don't know. It seems okay. seems like there's a whole group. There's like it looks like there's a whole bunch of different thunderbolts so it could be any one of them i don't know i wonder if it's gonna be like uh all the kind of anti-heroes that we've been seeing in the disney plus shows so like uh what if his, what is his name u.s agent from captain america well, yeah that so that's Soldier. exactly what that article was oh, okay. yeah and then uh yeah. what's her face who the lady with the long name <laughs> the lady with the long name and like Black Widow's sister. Yes, Black Widow's sister. I forgot her name. That's what I was thinking of. But who's the lady with the long name? <laughs> not, not Helena. What the hell's her name? Um, Julie Louis Dreyfus is the actress's name. I know exactly what you're talking about. The one that's like recruiting all of these people. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's yeah. like Lefru. I don't know some shit like that. Yeah. Let's go with Lefru. According to to Carla in the chat, it's Val, which is ah, <laughs> that sounds a lot better than Lefru. It's actually Val Lefru. <laughs> there we go. Perfect. So, sounds French, right, Carla? <laughs> um, all right. So I guess this is, this is presented in like the chronological chronological order of how they um, announce things at the panel. Uh, she Hulk attorney at law will reintroduce Charlie Cox's Daredevil. Um, so that's exciting. That's coming August seventeenth, as mentioned before. Uh, Ant Man and the Wasp: Quantum Mania has Kang, uh, Kang the Conqueror, who we saw from Loki, and Modok, which. If you don't know what Modok is, that's M O D O K. Just go ahead and Google that and look at that man. Um, He's got big head. Yeah, it's big old head. Modok um, is the leader of Rogue Science Organization AIM and will be in the movie. So, very exciting stuff. Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 will apparently be exploring Rocket's origins. Um, so, footage was just screened to the audience. There's nothing that's been released to the public, I don't believe. Which um, is bullshit, and you should say it. It's fine. Maybe we'll see it at T23. Be better. Um, All right. So this is James Gunn's third and seemingly final Guardians movie. Um, We saw Will Poulter's Adam Warlock and I don't know how to pronounce this man's name. Chukwudi Iwuji, High Evolutionary. I don't know what that is, but very exciting. Uh, Big news is that we learned the film will focus a lot on the tragic origin story of Rocket Raccoon and how he escaped escaped genetic experimentation on Half Worlds, become the Irascible. I've never heard that word in my life. Irascible warrior we know and love. I guess he's like a rascal. Um, oh yeah, yeah. Cool. Phase six will have will begin with Fantastic Four and will have two Avengers movies. So, um, <laughs> literally, his quote from the Gizmodo article goes: "Learning about Phase Five so a few hours ago. Now we're on all about the MCU Phase Six, uh, officially named the Multiverse Saga. The next next chapter of the MCU will include a new Fantastic Four movie and not one but two Avengers films: Kang Dynasty, releasing on May second, twenty twenty five and the ominously named Secret Wars, a major event for Marvel's comics that reshaped the entire multiverse, releasing on November 7th, 2025. Um, so that's wild, because it's not even... Like, Endgame and... Infinity War and Endgame were released a year apart, whereas these are just going to be months apart. So, very crazy. Um, but they won't I'm be sure, I'm sure there might be a delay. Don't get too... Oh, uh, we'll see. Yeah, probably. Um... One of the most important things, or most important bits, was the Black Panther Wakanda Forever trailer. Um, I watched that trailer like two times today, and it is really, really, really good. I'm so excited for this movie. 
Um, that comes out November 11th, 2022. Um, so very, very exciting stuff. I think it looks fantastic. I think it does too. I am pumped. Yes, very, very hyped. It is such a well-done trailer. Like, I don't know, the music choice, the everything. It was really good. Um, yeah, it was very, very good. Yes, and then rounding out the other SDCC coverage, because nothing nearly as exciting as the Marvel panel happened, um, DC released two trailers for two movies, and that was it. It was the Black Adam trailer and Shazam! Fury of the Gods. Um, I haven't watched either, but maybe I should. I really liked the first Shazam, so I will get into that. Um, other movies outside of the comics, uh, John Wick 4 had a teaser shown off. Teen Wolf movie, unfortunately, got a trailer. Um, and then Avatar The Last Airbender is getting a trilogy by the original creators. This was actually previously announced, but there was like a panel where they kind of talked in depth about uh, about all that fun stuff. So that looks really exciting. Um, and then on the TV side of things, we got a trailer for Netflix's The Sandman, which is the comic and I think also like was an audible audiobook. So I'm excited that this will be turned into a show. Um, there's a trailer for Lord of the Rings Rings of Power, which is apparently going to be some like mega epic saga. Um, and then a bunch of the Walking Dead stuff, which I figured we just might as well mention, because somehow this is still happening. Um, there's eight <laughs> episodes left in the main series, thankfully. Um, the Rick Grimes movie is now going to be a miniseries. Uh, there's going to be an anthology series called Tales of the Walking Dead that shows like every episode will be a different time period throughout the apocalypse. Um, and then, finally, completely random, was a Chucky Season 2 trailer. Um, there's a lot of other stuff announced that I just kind of I cherry picked what was most interesting to myself and Paul. Um, but if you want to, you know, look into everything else that was announced, I encourage you to do some Googling. I'm sorry. I won't be doing the, the Googling for you. There, um, there was so yeah. much. I mean, the Walking Dead stuff. So the one thing is apparently, well, I don't know. I thought there were supposed to be three Rick Grimes movies. And then they were like, oh, That's... the Rick Grimes movie is now turned into like this Tales of the Walking Dead or whatever. No, so, I don't know. It's separate. It's a miniseries now. Tales of the Walking Dead is completely separate anthology. Right, right, right. But it was there was like mul- I thought there was multiple Rick Grimes movies announced, but maybe I'm wrong. I it, I way, remember that too, but I couldn't care less. <laughs> yeah, I don't I don't care either. So it's it is what it is. I'm I'm happy for everybody. It's happy for this. I I got done with the Walking Dead when uh, we hit Negan's redemption arc, which was a bunch of hoopla. I think will. the last episode I watched was I don't. I don't remember some girl being carried out of a jail somewhere. It was like season four, and I was like, you know what? This is just depressing. Now I'm good. <laughs> I don't think I even got to Negan. Uh, Negan. The, so Negan was really good. Like the the intro to Negan, him killing two of the characters, was uh, was it was really good. And then, but now he's like, I mean, I figured they wouldn't kill him off because it, you know, he's Jeffrey Dean Morgan is so good mm. um, that I, I'm not surprised they didn't kill him off. However, I think that they should have done something there. I don't know. Something more than they did. Either way, whatever. There's still an audience for it somehow, some way. Somewhere, so. somehow, some way. Truly. It's Norman Reedus. That's really the, the main draw. Norman Fetus? <laughs> God, remember that game? Death Stranding? We should play that one day. No. <laughs> Anyways. Um, do you want me to round out the entertainment and then you can jump into the gaming stuff? Sure. Um, unrelated to Cam- Comic-Con. Camican. Uh, unrelated to Comic-Con, Lightyear is coming to Disney Plus on August 3rd, which is great because I forgot to see this one in theaters, so I'll be watching it from the comfort of my own home. Yeah, I, I am excited to watch that at home and not in yes. the theaters. It, it looked good, I think. I don't remember how well-received it was, but I'm interested. I just couldn't be asked to leave my house. Hmm. <laughs> 
<laughs> All right. I, I made the mistake of opening Twitter, and I'm looking at the trending things, and one of the trends is What's gas prices are so low. Oh, I saw that. I think it's like a joke hashtag. There's yeah, a lot of it is a joke. Things trending. There, there's a lot of weird things. Uh, there's a lot of weird things happening. So yeah, the world's, um, world's a little weird today. Robin Roberts is leaving. Leaving Good Morning America. Apparently. I don't know. Oh no, no, no! Just kidding! Just kidding! Just kidding! She I is though. Oh, she is leaving. Yeah. <laughs> what are you saying? Just kidding about? It's time to like, leave our happy place, and as you can see. Little man Luke is not too happy about that. Sweet Amber and I are thankful for the time we had to reflect, recharge, and rejoice. See you Monday morning on Good Morning America. Oh, then maybe I read it wrong. I thought she was. Yeah, I I read it the same way. Anyways, whatever. I don't care. I don't watch no Good Morning America. I don't even get up in time. Because of her wife. Oh. Oh, her wife has breast cancer. Okay. Oh, that's. Thank you, Julie, for keeping us on track here. We're sitting here talking about all sorts of crazy shit. Anyways, hot news gaming. (laughs) Yeah, let's go to hot news gaming. Stage four. Oh my gosh. Um, that's horrible. Yeah, that's that is terrible. horrible. Um, okay, let's jump into the hot news for the gaming space. So, hot off the presses today. Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic is indefinitely delayed. This comes from Bloomberg of Jason Trier fame. Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic, a remake of the 2003 role-playing game, is delayed indefinitely as developers at Austin, Texas-based Aspire Media try to figure out what comes next. Aspire was abruptly... Oh, Aspire also abruptly fired the game's art director and design director this month. In a series of meetings throughout July, Aspire's two studio heads told employees that the project is on pause and that the company will look for new contracts and development opportunities, said the people, who were not authorized to speak publicly about the situation. Knights of the Old Republic was to be one of the first modern Star Wars console games released outside of the Electronic Arts deal, which had previously held the exclusive licensing rights. That deal expires in 2023. The game was announced last September and has been in development for nearly three years at Aspire, which is which was purchased by Sweden's Embracer Group AB last year. Aspire, founded in 1996, was best known for, as a service shop that brought existing video games to other platforms, such as iOS, including the, the original Knights of the Old Republic games. On June 30th, Aspire finalized a demo of the game, known as a Vertical Slice, to show to production partners Lucasfilm and Sony Group Corporate. The developers were excited about it and felt like they were on track, according to a person familiar with the project, so they were shocked by what happened next. The following week, the company fired design director Brad Prince and art director Jason Miner. Uh, neither responded to a request for comment, but Miner suggested on a social media page that his dismissal was unexpected. So like, that kind of sucks, because this game does. looked really good. Yeah, I wonder what why the demo was so bad that they were like, actually, you're fired. Like, jeez, not even room for constructive criticism? Yeah, I don't. I don't know that. I don't know if the demo was bad because it seems it seems like it was well received. But then, I, don't I know. mean, that's why. Like after the demo, a week later they were fired. I would assume it was because of what the production partners saw and were like, uh, "Actually, this is not the direction we wanted." Kind of thing. Yeah, I don't know. It's weird. Game development is scary. That's why people are always like, "Oh my god, I want to be in like quality assurance testing for video games. Play video games my whole life." Do and you know it's how like much of a struggle that industry is or any creative industry at all you know how much working sucks anywhere (laughs) (laughs) um it's it's yeah it's very true i i vouch for that so um but yeah i don't i don't know uh that was just me yeah thanks appreciate it you're you're welcome (laughs) i'm I'm happy to spend my happy to spend my bits 
but yeah, so that, that was interesting. I guess on a little bit of a positive note, apparently there's a Black Panther game in development. So this is rumored to be a AAA open world game. Uh, this comes from Nibelian by ways of Jeff Grubb. Um, it's titled Project Rainier, uh, developed by the new studio headlined by ex-monolith VP Kevin Steffens. Stevens. Stephens. Um, <laughs> in my brain, I'm always like looking for the hard way to pronounce these last names. Um, <laughs> and published by EA. It's an open-world single-player game where the player becomes the new Black Panther. And it's still very early in development. So That's exciting. We will see. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't, you know, I don't know. Hopefully. Absolutely. What are you going to say? What? Sorry. No, I said hopefully it's like it's kind of like Jedi Fallen Order because Jedi Fallen Order was awesome. Yeah, I was going to say like the only thing that gives me pause is that it's published by EA, but Jedi Fallen Order was good, so hopefully that's not like a an outlier. So yeah. this is interesting. Apparently someone quote tweeted, not not to completely ignore what you just said. Someone <laughs> quote tweeted and said this was posted just for Jeff Grubb's reveal um, from, I don't know, I don't know who this person is. Cyber... Houdini? I don't know who this person is. Cyber Houdini. Uh, but they put Black Panther game coming from EA, X-Men from Skydance, and Punisher game from Naughty Dog? Question mark. Wishful rumors. We'll see what happens. Punisher game from Naughty Dog? Hold on. Wait a minute. No, that's that <laughs> seems like wishful thinking, but... Yeah, Keep but I guess they I guess they got... Uh, <laughs> I guess they got that one luckily right, maybe? Damn, Marvel so. really just gives out these licensing deals to any developer that wants to, like, here, you Insomniac at Spider-Man... Who's developing the Wolverine game? Is that all? That's not Insomniac. I don't, uh, I don't remember. But like Avengers remember and Guardians went to Square. Did, Wolverine wait, game. Guardians didn't go to Square. Who did Guardians? Uh, uh, cr- uh Crystal Dynamics. Crystal Dynamics, right? Yes. Like yeah. just every <laughs> every developer is getting like a tiny slice of the pie. Which Wolverine is, is Insomniac. Oh, Wolverine is Insomniac. Okay, that's why I was yeah. hyped for it because it's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They did. They yeah, did so. Guardians of the Galaxy was Crystal Dynamics slash Square Enix, uh, as was the Avengers games, and unfortunately both did horribly. So, Well, the Avengers games um, were also Square? I mean, there yeah. were also Crystal Dynamics? Yep. But the Guardians games did well, I thought. Or, like, were received well. It did I don't not, know if they did it well financially. Received, received well, but not, yeah, didn't sell well. It's so interesting how the same studios can make such vastly different. Like, Marvel's Avengers I really was not a fan of, but... Guardians, I haven't really given it a try, but I know that it was a lot better. Guardians is good. Um, I like Guardians a lot, and I actually got pretty far in it. And it's been one game that I've been meaning to beat because apparently the story is really good, mm-hmm. and it's been good so far. Um, but I don't, I don't know. I just, it's just very. It's so much. It's so much like not, not like the Guardians of the Galaxy movie that it's like okay. Uh, it's just, it's just tough. I, I don't know. It's just, in terms of like it's the narrative, so it's so different that it, it's almost like. Well, like, Rocket always says, like, Flark, what the Flark, and, and like, there's these stupid voice lines where you're like, please just shut the hell up already. <laughs> so, it's, uh, yeah, I don't know, but, anyway, moving on, uh, in more exciting news, MetaQuest is getting a $100 price hike. For no reason. Surprise! For literally no reason. You know, I haven't, I haven't read this, uh, this, this bs reasoning but i'm gonna read it out loud let's see yeah go for it this came from the oculus blog we've been all in on vr since the early days of pc and mobile all the way through to today's premium standalone 6d of headsets what i don't know what that means oh six degrees of freedom 
uh, headsets, and we've invested billions of dollars to help nurture a thriving VR ecosystem. Now we're making a change that'll help us continue to invest for the long term and keep driving the VR industry forward with best-in-class hardware, action-packed games, and cutting-edge research on the path to truly next-gen games. Sorry, next-gen devices. Starting in August, MetaQuest 2 will cost $399 uh, and $499 for the 128 and 256GB versions, respectively. For a limited time, every new headset purchase will include an offer to download the popular VR rhythm game Beat Saber at no additional cost. Alongside these changes, we'll also increase the price for MetaQuest 2 accessories and refurbished units. VR's momentum is undeniable. From gaming and productivity to fitness and beyond, VR has become increasingly popular as it positively impacts the ways we work, play, and connect with each other. People have spent over $1 billion on MetaQuest apps, helping to fuel the developers' businesses as they deliver the games and experience that make VR great. At the same time, the costs to make and ship our products have been on the rise. By adjusting the price of Quest 2, we can continue to grow our investment in groundbreaking research and new product development that pushes the VR industry to new heights. Yeah, that's got bullshit written all over it. See, like, the issue is that a lot of console makers, and I guess maybe Meta, Oculus, Facebook, whatever you want to call them, um, they're not used to the hardware game as much, because, like, I'm pretty sure that most consoles, like PS4, PS5, the Xbox One, Xbox Series X, S, like, they're all sold at a very, very slim margin, or no margin at all, like, sold at a loss. Um, I'm pretty sure I remember the PS5, or something like at launch was being sold at a loss essentially with the idea that once you're in the ecosystem you're selling them on subscriptions like playstation plus or xbox live and they're buying games and whatnot and accessories and that's where you're getting a lot of your revenue and like especially if they're buying digital games so this is funny to me because like i don't know either they set the bar too low and then suddenly they're like actually this is really popular we should raise the price like i do in roller coaster tycoon when i'm like oh this roller coaster is really popular i'm gonna raise the price or like, I don't know. This feels very shady. I feel like they should have just left it at the price as is, and relied on, like they literally say they spent over or people have spent over one billion on MetaQuest apps. That's all going through their app store. They're getting a cut of every single one of those. So to increase the hardware price is a little wild to me. Like we've never seen that happen on a game console. I guess if you consider the MetaQuest Two to be a game console, and also like, this is a hundred dollar price increase, including Beat Saber, which is a thirty dollar game. Like come on. So, anyways, it's still three. It's still uh, two ninety nine and three ninety nine for the one twenty eight gigabyte and two fifty six gigabyte versions, respectively. If you buy them off Amazon or Best Buy or whatever right now, the price hike won't take effect until August. So, if you want one, go get one real quick. I gotta tell you, th- this whole thing is bullshit, though, right? Because, like, I, I don't know. It's just we are on the verge of a glooming recession, folks. It's gonna happen. It Can't literally wait. is here. And everyone's like, what if we charge more? Lego is like, hey, what if I raise prices on everything from ten to eighty, ninety dollars? Like, what? Like there like there's some Lego sets that are already overpriced that are getting like like over fifty dollar price increases. What the hell's going on? So yeah, this doesn't make sense to me because Oculus Quest 2 is not a new product. Yeah. So like, Oculus it, it was released Quest in twenty twenty, was it not? 20 early 2021 like imagine a switch suddenly is now 399 instead of 299 i wouldn't even be surprised like what (laughs) uh pc games and i don't know what that is but it says meta could release a new headset but it's putting up the price of its existing oculus quest 2 instead (laughs) uh someone linked an article to apparently uh mark zuckerberg is not happy 
Yeah, I saw something about that. He was like, you guys need to work harder or get out or something like that. Yes, 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 yes. October 13th, 2020. Apparently he's mad that TikTok makes more money than all of Facebook's products. (laughs) Yeah. So I read this here. Uh, Hold on, I was reading this article. I was skimming through it. And that's why Instagram is getting worse. Mostly he just seemed annoyed. Hi there, the first pre-recorded employee question started. I'm Gary. And I'm located in Chicago. His question, would meta days, the extra days off issues during the pandemic, continue in 2023? Zuckerberg appeared visibly frustrated. Um, all right, he stammered. We, he just explained that he thought the economy was headed for one of the, quote, worst downturns that we've seen in recent history. He'd already frozen hiring in many areas. TikTok was eating their lunch. And it would take over a year and a half before they had, quote, line of sight to overtaking it. And Gary from Chicago was asking about extra vacation days. <laughs> he said, given my tone and the rest of the Q&A, you can probably imagine what my reaction to this is. Zuckerberg said, after this year, meta days were canceled. Wait, he literally said all of that, all of the things that you just quoted? Uh, he said, given my tone and the rest of the Q&A, you can probably imagine what my reaction oh, to this oh, is. Oh, 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 okay. I thought he said the, and, the whole thing about the economic downturn. I was like, damn. Uh, yeah, he did. Oh, he said so. He said, "Um, all right." And then he referenced that the economy was headed for quote the worst downturns that we've seen in recent history. Anyways, so. love that for everybody. Love that. He for said, us. "Hold on a second. He said, realistically, there are probably a bunch of people at the company who shouldn't be here. Uh, and part of my hope by raising expectations, is having more aggressive goals, and just kind of turning up the heat a little bit, is that I think some of you might just say that this place isn't for you, and that self selection is okay with me." Damn! Oh my god! Oh my god! He's anyway. Comments on workplace. The company. This is all coming from the Verge, by the way. Comments on workplace. The company's internal version of Facebook for employees came flying in. "Quote: This is wartime. We need a wartime CEO." One wrote. Uh, "Quote: Beast mode activated." A second employee posted. Uh, others couldn't believe what they just heard. "Quote: Did Mark just say that there are a bunch of people at this company who don't belong here?" A staffer asked. Another responded, "Who hired them?" Jesus Yikes. Christmas, that's a... Anyway, I gotta say, a lot of people, like, went to Coinbase, Facebook, and all these other companies, and, you know? Rest I mean, I always pieces. called it that Facebook wasn't gonna last. I don't think Facebook is gonna continue being where it's at. I think it's overpriced. I think it's it's an overpriced stock. It's It doesn't belong with Oh, Facebook. Right oh, I don't even know anything about Facebook stock. But, no, um, but Facebook has a platform entirely. I just don't think it deserves to sit oh, amongst the ranks of like absolutely Amazon not. and these other. Like Amazon is going to win out. You know, you look yeah. at some of these products that they put out. No, Facebook or Meta, whatever the hell you want to call it. It's you could see it with Instagram. Instagram is a disaster to use. Like, remember when Instagram you'd open it, you'd actually see content from your friends, and now you see like posts that sponsored from bullshit you don't constantly. Yep. It's, it's constant ads. It's constant videos of things you don't want to see or people you don't want to follow. Like, it's a disaster. If I see one more goddamn reel on my regular feed when I'm just trying to like look Brief. at my friends, right? Anyways, uh. <laughs> Do you want to go to the last bit of the general gaming stuff? Yeah. Yeah, let's jump into it. So speaking of more drama, Ubisoft had a big day. A big day of delays. And cancellations. uh, And cancellations. Yeah, this comes from Ars Technica. So uh, to not go into the gory details, pretty much they canceled two games. um, Two announced games and two unannounced games. So there is a... Where the hell is it? 
four game cancellations, including two previously announced games, Ghost Recon Frontline, a Battle Royale concept that had already gone into early playtesting, and Splinter Cell VR, a new MetaQuest exclusive entry. Well, too bad it just went up $100. <laughs> uh, they're not going to get Splinter Cell now. Um, and uh, there were two games that were unannounced. Correct. The two other ones were unannounced. Yep. Um, but yeah, so I mean, there's there's a number of games. Uh, Ubisoft is actually a mess right now. So Ubisoft um, has been a mess ever since the like the harassment claims and everything. Like it's been nonstop shit parade since. Yeah, like Beyond Good and Evil Two that was announced at E3 2017 is still like in the shrouds. That's five years ago. Remember Skull um, Bones? <laughs> Prince and Persia. Well, Skull and Bones looks bad. It Prince of Persia remake terrible. was announced in 2020 and it's indefinitely delayed now. Which yep. that's a remake of an existing game. Um, so and then uh, Avatar: Frontiers of Pandora, which was supposed to be like a not a movie tie-in, but it was supposed to be launching this year, has yeah. been delayed to physical year 2024, which means anytime between April of next year and March of the following year. So, aka, look for a full year push on that. Um, yeah. yeah. So Ubisoft is a is a mess. A little bit. A little bit. So this, wow. this holiday includes the Mario and Rabbids uh, sequel, which Nintendo won't let fail, so even if they tried, and then yeah. Skull and Bones will be coming out. I, you know, you and Logan are both talking about the Skull and Bones trailer looking bad. I watched the footage, and it doesn't look terrible, but at the same time, it's like, I know I'm going to play it and be like, mm. Yeah, exactly. And then your barometer is Roller Coaster Tycoon, so it's pretty <laughs> Shut up. That game is really perfect. Like, nothing nothing comes close. Um, Alright. Let's jump into some PlayStation and Xbox updates, specifically regarding PlayStation Plus and Game Pass updates. Um, so, PlayStation Plus for July. Obviously, it's the end of the July, but we'll talk about these anyway, just in case you didn't redeem them yet. So, on PlayStation Plus Essentials, which is the regular tier, um, you've got your free games that include Crash Bandicoot 4, It's About Time, which is actually really good, and I recommend that you claim this one. It's available on both PS5 and PS4. Um, Arcade Geddon, I have no idea what that is, but it's both PS5 and PS4, and The Dark Pictures Man of Medan on PS4. Um, Dark Pictures, I believe, was on Game Pass at one point, and then it was removed, and I never got to play it, so I should claim this before it expires. Um, and then on the extra and premium tiers, uh, obviously Stray is on both PS4 and PS5, um, available for free. Final Fantasy VII Remake Intergrade is available specifically on PS5, which is Intergrade is like the kind of enhanced version and it has like dual sense support, improved visuals, and it comes uh, bundled with uh, Final Fantasy VII Remake Episode Intermission, an exhilarating new story. Um, and then Final Fantasy VII Remake Regular Edition is also part of this game's catalog or this month's catalog for PS4 exclusively. Um, and then, speaking of the devil, Marvel's Avengers coming to both PS4, or is on PS4 and PS5 this month. So, uh, you have a few more days to claim those if you haven't already. Um, and then, let's see, also available on July 19th, there's a few other things that were added to the uh, extra and premium tiers. Um, Assassin's Creed Unity, Assassin's Creed 4, Assassin's Creed Rogue Remastered, Assassin's Creed Freedom Cry, Assassin's Creed The Ezio Collection... Saints Row 4 Re-Elected, Saints Row Gate, uh, Gat Out of Hell, Spirit of the North Enhanced Edition, Ice Age, Scrat's Nutty Adventure, Jumanji the Video Game, Paw Patrol on a Roll, Ready Set Heroes, uh, those are all for PS4, um, and then, or the PS4 versions of those games, and then the Classics catalog pli uh, lineup gets a little tiny update with Echo Shift from PSP, 
No Heroes Allowed from PSP, and Local Roco Midnight, Midnight Carnival. I haven't heard the name Local Roco in years. I forgot that game existed. <laughs> Maybe I'll, I'm going to go play that after this. Okay. Anyway. No, you're not. I I might. No, you're Don't not. Don't say never. What else did I say I was going to play after this? No, I was going to watch the, <laughs> the Supermarket Sweep channel. <laughs> All right. Do you wanna do you want me to go through Xbox or do you want me to? I can rally through Xbox. Forward? So, uh, all right. So all these games should be on Game Pass by now. I'm pretty sure yes. they are. Uh, I'll spot check them. But we've got three waves: the June wave, the July one wave, and the July two wave. So we will rally through these. So get ready. Shadowrun Trilogy is coming to cloud and console. Or is now available. Uh, Naraka Blade Point is coming to cloud, console, and PC. I played that a little bit of that game. It's very interesting. It's like a battle royale but you play as like a, a oh like red a is a samurai. ninja yeah yeah i remember we it's, saw it's, this in it's like very interesting thing. yeah yeah it's very interesting um far cry 5 cloud console and pc fifa 22 console and pc total war the three kingdoms uh coming to pc only almost a cloud console and pc um okay dj max respect 5 is coming to cloud console and pc that is a uh, a rhythm based game. I actually tried that as well because there is like one I don't know one EDM song that I recognized. Uh, Match Point Tennis coming to cloud console and PC. My friend Peppa Pig cloud <laughs> console and PC. Paw Patrol uh, Adventure Calls. Oh, Adventure City Calls. Excuse me. Cloud console and PC. Power Watch Simulator brought Hell to yeah. you by Logie Stovey. Um, coming <laughs> to cloud console and PC. Yakuza Zero cloud console and PC. Yakuza. Uh, Kiwami 1 and 2 coming to Cloud Console and PC. Road 96 Cloud Console and PC. Escape Academy Console and PC. Last Call BBS coming to PC. And Overwhelm coming to PC. Um, speaking of Overwhelm, these titles are overwhelming. <laughs> There's just uh, so much to play at any yeah. given time. I didn't even realize, I didn't hear about this Last Call BBS and uh, the other PC exclusive one, but I should try them. Because the, like, the only way that I consume the Game Pass catalog by just exploring it is usually on the xbox itself so yeah yeah it's there's a lot when you scroll through the catalog you're like holy shit there's so much here yeah and then you just get like overwhelmed you don't know what to play yep yeah um torment tides of new numenera is coming to cloud and console as dusk falls like we talked about is coming to or is now available on cloud console and pc inside on cloud console and pc MotoGP 22 cloud console and pc Watch Dogs 2 cloud console and pc and Sins of a Solar Empire Rebellion coming to PC. And then uh, something that is relevant here is the games that are leaving Game Pass on July 31st. Dodgeball Academia, uh, Katamari Damacy Reroll, uh, Luminous Remastered, Omno, and Raji and Ancient Epic are all leaving on July 31st. Omno. That sounds so familiar. Probably just have seen I, I think I I'm pretty sure I tried Raji in Ancient Epic. I think I was a I think I tried that. I remember Raji being well received. I think, and Omno yeah. as well was pretty well received. Didn't get a chance to try either of them. It's fine. So what's interesting is you can play as Dusk Falls uh, because like the quick time actions can be like played on your phone. Mm-hmm. You can actually play it on your phone. Oh, because um, so if you want to lay in bed and play on it, you know you can you do know, that too. That's very enticing. I may yeah, it's got touch well controls. Yeah. All right. What else? Nintendo news. Nintendo news. They did have a direct. I mean, it's kind of old new, old news by now, but it was a little mini. Direct. Oh, holy crap! I forgot about these. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we don't have to go through every single thing that was announced, but there was a few. 
Uh, there's yes. honestly. So, did you watch this? No, I did not. Okay, I did. So I can I can cover this. So there's a Nintendo Direct Mini Partners Showcase. Um, this game was pretty big. Harvestella. It's coming out on Switch on November fourth. I want to say this is a Square Enix game. It almost looked like a Animal Crossing meets like Final Fantasy kind of. It's a. I, I don't know. Say, it's Stardew Valley. Well, yeah, I mean that too because it's all it's like a harvesting simulator. So, hmm. um, and then something huge that leaked out early is that Persona Three Portable, Persona Four Golden, and Persona Five Royal are all coming to Switch. Persona Five Royal is coming to Switch on October twenty first, and then Persona Four and Three coming next year. Um, Mar- Mario and Rabbit Sparks of Hope we talked a little bit about that before. That is coming October twentieth. Uh, Live Alive um, is actually out now, and that is that has a demo. Um, with three chapters of the game in the eShop. I actually played a bit of that, and I actually liked it a lot. Uh, Monster Hunter Rise Sunbreak, that is available now. Um, Portal Companion Collection, also available now. That actually came out the same day as um, as the direct happening. Uh, Minecraft Legends looks super cool. Looks like uh, Breath of the Wild Minecraft version coming in 2023. Uh, Sonic Frontiers, uh, still looking kind of barren, but that is still coming out this holiday. Um, Blanc is coming in February 2023. You have a fawn and a wolf cub that work together to get out of the snowy wilderness or across the snowy wilderness, and it's a handcrafted world. Uh, that looks really neat. Um, another big one, Return to Monkey Island, is coming to Switch later this year. Disney Dreamlight Valley. So you didn't have enough of your uh, Animal Crossing? Well, here's a Disney version of your Animal Crossing game. Oh, my God. Um, so, yeah, that's coming out in September Yeah, September 6th in Early Access. Dragon Quest Treasures is like a spiritual successor to the um, Dragon Quest Monsters games. So this is like a treasure hunting game. Um, and I don't know, people seem pretty excited about this coming December 9th. Uh, Nier Automata End of Yora Edition uh, is coming to Switch October 6th. Uh, Little Noah Sign of Paradise is coming to Switch later today. Um, I saw something about that that people were saying that they are excited for this. Or, or are it's positively positively received. Hmm. Um, RPG time: The Legend of Right is coming to Switch August eighteenth. Uh, this one is not ringing a bell. And Lorelei and the Laser Eyes is coming in twenty twenty three. Oh, and there's more. Anyway, okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm like, okay. Doraemon Story of Seasons: Friends of the Great Kingdom uh, that is coming later this year. Um, Mega Man Battle Network Legacy Collection with all 10 Mega Man Battle Network games is coming to Switch in 2023. People are hella hyped about this. Available physically as one collection or digitally as two separate Volume 1, Volume 2. Super Bomberman R2 is coming to Switch next year. This is a sequel to the original Super Bomberman R that came out uh, at launch for Switch. Pac-Man World Repack is a remake of Pac-Man World, which was out on, I think, GameCube, PS2, and Xbox. That's coming uh, later this uh, summer, uh, actually a month from today, August 26th. Railgrade uh, is a um, railway simulator uh, coming to Switch this fall. And then Captain Velvet Meteor, the Jump Plus Dimension. What? That rings zero bells, but it comes out in two days. It's a tactical oh, um, A couple other small things. Uh, no Man's Sky is coming October 7th. A Plato Requiem Cloud version uh, is coming to Switch on October 18th as well. Very cool. So that's exciting. Very exciting stuff. All right. We're in the home stretch officially. Um, Bayonetta 3 finally has a release date as of 
was like two weeks ago. Um, but Bayonetta 3 launches on October 28th. Uh, this kind of compilation of, of tidbits about this uh, comes from Nibelian on Twitter, because I did not watch this. Um, or, I don't know. I didn't partake in whatever this was. I don't know if it was a direct or not. But new Bayonetta it was just 3, a... It was just like a trailer, and uh, and just it all kind of just dropped randomly. Oh, it's just like a tweet. Okay. Yeah. Um, new Bayonetta three details via the eShop page. Uh, there's a new ability. Um, you can channel demons linked to your weapon. Uh, takes place across Tokyo, China, and other locales. Uh, there's a new playable character, Viola, a witch in training, and large scale infernal demons battles. Um, the original Bayonetta will also launch as a limited standalone physical edition for Switch on September thirtieth. Uh, Bayonetta three will also have a Trinity Masquerade edition, which is like the collector's edition essentially full color 200 page art book uh three reversible game cases from each game and more details to come um so if you're a big bayonetta fan that looks that could be enticing very exciting stuff uh and then last yes but not, it is yeah last but not least the splatoon 3 switch oled was announced um this is coming to stores on august 26th uh this one comes basically from nintendo directly um, it's a really cool-looking design. Uh, the dock is all white. It has, like, a green splatter, and the Joy-Cons are... One's, like, blue and purple, and the other one's, like, green and yellow. Um, so it looks really nice, and the I believe the OLED itself, like, on the back of it is embossed, but I'm not entirely sure. It um, is. It's got little squids and stuff on it. Yeah. Uh, it is $10 more than the regular Switch OLED, um, but that's fine. You know, I guess it's a fancier version, sure. Um... What's more interesting about this is the Switch Pro rumors begin again. So this one comes from my Nintendo news. Um, the Chinese gamer who leaked the Splatoon Switch OLED model uh, claims that a new Switch model reveal will be coming for September. I'm not sure that September is the right move. Um, it's probably too early. Like, I don't think that that's realistic, but I do believe that there is a new Switch model in the works. Like, it has been six years. I think it is time. Um, but based on the fact that this person did correctly predict the Switch, uh, the Splatoon OLED announcement um, gives some credence to the rumor. So, very exciting stuff. Um, yeah, I yeah. This, the the Switch OLED Splatoon edition looks really, really, really nice. Yeah, if it was, I mean, yeah, it wouldn't make sense for them to launch that version in August 26th and then be like, actually, we have a new Pro Switch Pro model coming out in September. That's what doesn't add up for me, but. I suppose we'll see. Maybe it'll be a new model that isn't a Switch Pro. It'll just be they may else. announce it. They they may announce it in September for yeah. like release in Japan that year, and then America like in February March. That wouldn't be the first time they did that. I was gonna say, has it? Have they done like a hardware delay like that between regions? I don't. I don't know. Uh, for like some of the DS models, yeah. Mm. But I think that was like marginal upgrades. I don't think that was a. I mean, I guess if this is Switch Pro, it like runs in like I don't know, maybe four K sixty. Wish thinking, but no, um, don't get crazy. <laughs> yeah, I know. Well, there these are like baby Nintendo games. This is like you know Celeste in four K sixty. So I don't think it's that big of a deal. But the I new know. era. I guess we need to sixteen big graphics in four K. Oh my god! Literally. Uh, um, yeah. yeah. That is about it for all the news came in just a bit like see this is the reason why we moved to a monthly cadence because so many weeks we're just like scraping the bottom of the barrel for like new fortnite skin announced like i don't know <laughs> so this was this was good whoa take it easy with the fortnite skins bruv do you collect uh wait ryan goes i feel like every time i watch it's a new month streak thank you for renewing for 21 months i cannot believe that we have been because, like, it took us a while to get to a, a state where you could subscribe at all. So, like, we've been streaming for a long time. 
It's, we really have. It's wild. We really have. Truly. All right. Um, well. Xenoblade Chronicles 3 has been getting good reviews. Oh, yeah. That and, comes out this week, doesn't it? And it's a uh, it's a 150-hour game. So, Justin, you'll be pleased. Uh, no, thanks. I'm good. I'll pass. <laughs> Absolutely not. Oh, my God. That is an insane amount of hours. Um, all right. Let's wrap up this podcast episode. Let the people that are listening on their whatever you let listen to your rest. podcasts on. I don't know. Your car, your headphones. Let them y'all. Let them y'all. Let them go to let sleep. Let them y'all. I don't even know what I'm saying anymore. Let them y'all. <laughs> All right, this has been episode 145 with the Funcast. This is Paul and Ahmed signing off. Peace.